Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On this episode, I want to share with you the big mistake that 99% of marketers make when creating their products. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So years ago, I had a really good colleague, a guy that I used to um, know pretty well in the industry, and he had an excellent reputation. He had created a lot of different products, and his products were always really well received. He always made a lot of sales, and the market and his customers really liked him. A lot of affiliates, a lot of JV partners worked with him also because he always did a really good job. And I was talking to him one night and a funny story came up that I never would have predicted. So he was we were talking about products that we had made and we were talking about some of the different things. And he said, you know, I, I've done a lot of good products and I've had a lot of things that I've launched and they've been successful. He goes, but the one that I always scratch my head about is this one other product that I made. He goes, I really believe like it was the best one that I ever made. And I said, well, so I don't understand. Like, what, what, what is it called? Like, have I, and he said, oh, well, you never heard of it. And I said, why would I have never heard of it if it's the best one you ever made? He said, because it was a total flop. It didn't really sell at all. And he goes, and it was a shock to me because I had spent all this time, I had spent all this you know, money in developing this product and I, it was awesome. Like it did way more than other products that I've done and have sold that have gone on to sell a tremendous amount. And he goes, I, I just, I was totally dumbfounded by it because I just expected it, you know, with even more capability than the other stuff that I had done to just explode. And it literally went nowhere. And he said, you know, when I started to really look at it and I started to think about it, what I realized was I had put all of my focus into the product without really considering how customers would be able to interact with it or how user friendly it would be or how well it actually met their needs. It had all the features, it had all the capability, but it wasn't something that people could easily understand or easily be able to use. And so they were totally confused. When I went to launch it, you know, even though I had a reputation, even though I was a guy who already had a lot of products in the market that people liked, I mean, this is the power of this, right? Because this is not some guy that just started something, thought he had a great product and it didn't do well. This is a guy that already was successful. Everything that he launched sold. And everything that he was doing was always really well received, yet this was a commercial flop. And ironically, it was what he believed was the best of all of his products. And so that is, you know, a critical mistake that a lot of people have made, myself included, where instead of focusing on how the customer is going to use this and what value and benefit they're going to be able to instantly see, recognize, and utilize, right? You fall in love with sort of the features of your product, the ideas of your product, and you get so in the weeds with your product 
that you can't really see what the market is actually going to respond to. And that is a really dangerous place, but it's a line a lot of entrepreneurs cross. Because by definition, if you're creating a product and you're doing something that you, you know, love, you have a lot of passion, you have a lot of desire, and you just want to shake people and tell them like how great this thing is. And I, but that isn't really how you market. You know, if you aren't knocking on doors one step at a time and talking to each person individually, you don't have that kind of ability to, you know, impact people in that way. So you have to be able to, to distill things down in a way that it's a lot easier to understand and digest and recognize the value for customers. So the more important thing, instead of focusing on your product, is to focus on your customer, what their needs are, what their goals are, what their fears are. The better that you know your customer and the better that you understand how they operate, the more successful you'll be in creating an offer and a product that suits them. Because you know the other element to the product is the offer. So people don't buy features, people buy benefits. You know, they don't care that, you know, it has a 24 hour battery life. What they care about is that I can use this without it dying on me when I'm in the middle of doing something that I need, right? So that's the difference between a feature and a benefit. And so when you create, a lot of times you're creating features and that's great as an analytical person or as a marketer or a product creator. But when you switch to, you know, salesperson promotion advertising and you're trying to create something that resonates with the customer, it needs to be more about the benefits. It needs to be more about what they get out of it, how they can use it, what the instant, you know, um, grab is or hook for them to say, yeah, that's something that I need. And so, you know, that doesn't mean don't pour yourself into what you're doing, but it's important that you're always looking up. You know, you're always keeping that one eye up on your customer while your other eye is on your product. So that way you have sort of a balance of you're creating the great thing, but you're creating a great thing with the intention and with the idea and with the purpose of being able to effectively market it to somebody who's then going to want to buy it. They're going to recognize what the value is. They're going to jump at it and they're going to be able to go ahead and um, understand why they would want this and jump in and, and do it. And so, you know, again, like the, the key factor with all of this is, you know, when you are designing something, if you aren't sure, you know, whether this feature should be in there or whether this matters to customers, the best thing that you can do is get beta testers, get customer feedback, talk to your existing customer base, or reach out to find people who would be interested in it and ask them for their opinion. See if you can get them to test it. Let, the, let them tell you what they like and don't like. And a key attribute of a successful entrepreneur in this regard is you have to have a thick skin and you can't be emotionally tied to your product. If you're so emotionally tied to it that you reject any outside advice or any outside feedback, then that's a big warning sign that you're headed down the wrong path. You're more in love with what you're doing than you are in love with what you're trying to provide for other people, the service, the benefit, the life improvement, the change, whatever it is. 
You know, actually, another great example of this that you can see really readily is if you watch episodes of Shark Tank. So, you know, Shark Tank, if you don't know, um, is basically a show where entrepreneurs go on and they pitch their idea. And there are all these wealthy investors and they can decide whether or not they want to invest. And one of the things that I see that always makes me cringe is there's an entrepreneur that has an idea that they're in love with. And it's mediocre at best, but they're in love with it and that's fine. They've invested everything they've got in it. They've created a warehouse full of products that they're ready to ship. And then they get asked the million dollar question, what are you doing in sales? And they're like, well, you know, we made a couple sales here, a couple sales there. And then one of the sharks with a distribution channel will say, you know what, I'll tell you what, you give me 50% of your company and I'll give you, you know, $500,000. And the person is like, hmm, I don't know, you know, I, I, you know, I invested a lot in this and I really put a lot into it. You have a basement full of products that you've spent money on. You're in debt to your eyeballs because you invested everything you have in this particular thing and you have no way to sell it. And you have somebody telling you that they are willing to move all of this stuff out for you, create a commercial success for you, and get you put your name on the map. I mean, once you have one success, you can build on that. You can grow from that over and over again. And they hem and haw about it and then reject the deal because they think that they're going to be able to figure something else out on their own. And it always makes me cringe because what is their plan B? I mean, they're on the show for a reason, right? Now, I understand when it's somebody who's already ascending, they've got market traction, everything's growing, and they don't want to give away a big chunk of their business. But people are so worried about holding on to every percent. But if it isn't, if it's every percent of zero, what good is it, right? It's better to have 50% of a $25 million company than 100% of a zero. And so it's important to just understand that and keep that perspective. You know, keep your passion, keep your focus, keep your drive, and use all that to empower you to create the best possible thing. But make sure that you either integrate your customers into the process or your prospects into the process or you at least get feedback from them about what it is they like, don't like, what they'd want to see in a product like yours, and things like that. So all along, as you're doing things, you're doing it in a way that is going to be received well by the market, and most importantly, marketable. So you can actually make sales when you're done with your awesome product. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.